Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Jesus reminds us to watch for the signs of his return. Today, we will explore further what we are seeing in our times that line up with what signs he said would indicate the potential of the end and his return. We will also discuss the practical meaning of this as we watch and as a remnant, prepare as he so leads. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Um, here we are on End Times Friday uh, at the end of August, actually. Uh, good so morning. We've been uh, going through. We're, um, I'm in my new studio. <laughs> <laughs> you have the ever-changing backdrop, I do, right? yeah. <laughs> You've got a lot going on. There's yeah. lots of fun stuff. So we're actually, uh, I'm not too far from you. I'm at uh, New Hampshire in a lake, uh, Lake Winnipesaukee in uh, uh New Hampshire, and it's been fun. We have a great boat that we rented, and been fun uh, enjoying, enjoying the lake. We have beautiful sunsets, by the way, over the lake. So oh, I bet, I we, bet. We get to watch those, and um, so I know and you. Linda's living her lake life. That's yep. a good thing. <laughs> yeah, she could uh, ultimately she could wind up showing up. She'll probably come down and not even realize she's on camera. So we'll, <laughs> we'll, get her we'll look forward to it. Yeah, yep. So. Um, We've been, uh, you know, talking about uh, the changing uh, events of the world that have impact on us uh, as uh, believers and as part of the human human race, really, because uh, these are things happening, what we call on a global basis. And, um, you know, Christ, as we were understanding uh, what we've been talking about, uh, in terms of his instruction out of Revelation is to uh, don't neglect uh, the study of this and the understanding of this and then uh, watch the signs. Uh, and there's kind of a dual level of it. One is uh, potentially, um, and I think the under, under underlying instruction was if you if you practice this, you can then teach your children and teach other fellow believers to right. to keep practicing this, and then they'll they'll receive it and they'll do it, do the uh, uh, watching, and ultimately um, it's passed down so that as it does happen, that mm-hmm. generation hasn't been lost to be able to notice it um right which is something that really is a risk i think i think people don't realize how important it is even if it doesn't happen specifically in our lifetime that we teach our kids in a way that they are alert and that their kids would be alert because we are told to watch and pray and and pay attention to what's going on yeah and i think there is learning in reality from the things that happen in our generation absolutely that we can at least look at the possibility of it. It, this could be, you know, and, and, you know, from my, my discussions of people that were, uh, had, uh, parents, grandparents back in the uh, world war two, um, as they were doing it, 
they could look at Hitler, for example, and say mm -hmm. um, a picture of Antichrist uh, right. and, and, right. a, and attempt a one world government. And uh, of course, it was by force. And uh, again, as you study it deeper, then you start to look at, okay, what was the truth about that? Uh, the one truth that scripture talks about is that when the one world government comes, the world right. willingly accepts it. And mm -hmm. Hitler was trying to force his way and uh, do it by uh, power and overcoming and, and in a very evil way by killing, you know, even interesting enough, trying to annihilate the Jewish nation um, as part of it. So that part of it, they could say, yeah, I could see where, you know, where the, where the attempt was. But um, it's looking at real scenarios and then how does this compare or what questions do we have about what scripture says about it? You know, like, for example, mm -hmm. um, one of the questions that I always had um, because of, of uh, studying, you know, the book of Revelation and Daniel um, the world willingly accepts the one world government. Uh, right. and, and that means by definition, we, we give up our sovereignty of the mm -hmm. way that's been ever since, you know, the nations have been created. Every nation has, has been a part of their nation, um, not one world government. Uh, so you have to willingly give up your form of, of governance to a new governance. Mm -hmm. uh, now we had a little bit, a little bit picture of that uh, when the uh, uh, European Union formed, uh, and this is back in uh, you know, the beginning of, of 2000s. Um, all the states were sovereign. All the all the countries were mm -hmm. so sovereign, but they said we need to operate more as a block and be equivalent to the United States and Russia and China and Middle East. And individually, we have less ability to do that. And so let's form a block called the European Union. Um, and they formed a government um, mm -hmm. that is operating out of, uh, actually out of uh, Brussels. Um, it's not a complete transfer so they still function as germans or still function as france and they still have a governance mm -hmm. but they're subject to the one the one unit higher than them mm -hmm. on certain things that they've agreed to like for example and they did subjugate to one currency and they did and a they, big move and they went to yeah. the, the, the 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 two big things they did economically were um we now are all going to use one currency and mm -hmm. you're and you're no longer literally they got rid of all of their uh, national right. uh, currencies. So uh, and actually, Linda and I were we were there because her family's German and we were there at Christmas and New Year's uh, in in uh, when they converted and um, we understood and they publicized it uh, that everybody you've got three months to convert mm -hmm. all of your <laughs> all your Deutschmarks into euros. Mm -hmm. And if you don't, you're not going to get that conversion after that. So you bet you better do it, you know? Right. And, and so, uh, and for us, you know, we're visitors 
So we have we have to use Deutschmarks up until December 31st, and then next day we have to start using euros. Uh, oh, so, interesting. So uh, the next day, uh, which by the way is not a holiday over there, uh, January 1st, we we go <laughs> we go and uh, go to the bank, uh, and we mm -hmm. had because we have Deutschmarks, we have paper Deutschmarks, and we got to get euros. So we only go to the bank. And when we go to the bank, we're there's a line of already 40, 50 people. Uh, oh, I bet. Uh, and we got to get in line. And so we get in line. It takes forever. And the lady in front of us had brought bags and bags of, of cash. And it was probably, wow. I, I think, because we were sitting there watching them count it out. I think it was like 280,000 Deutschmarks. Wow. In, in piles that she brought in, said, okay, I, I, I don't want to miss out my money. And, <laughs> you know, um, oh, my goodness. Uh, and this is cash that she didn't have in the bank. That's the wrong person to get in line behind, yeah. by the way. <laughs> and so they gave her euros. And then she took the cash back to her home and put it wherever she put it. You know, she didn't put it in the bank. Mm -hmm. uh, so right. it, it is really interesting. So they converted their currencies all to one currency. And then two is that they eliminated between each other uh, the passport con control. Right. So that usually when you drove, drove, like, for example, from France to Germany, you would go through mm -hmm. passport control and everybody would have to show their passports. Well, right. they, they, they basically um, eliminated, I mean, literally eliminated it. So that now once you're in, so like we flew in, we had we had one passport control when we entered, but we no longer had to show our passports between countries uh, because mm -hmm. they said, hey, we're, we're now one unit. So uh, there were elements of one world government that they surrendered to and the way that they operate with labor and a variety of rules you know they operate under those guidelines uh, but they haven't fully given away their sovereignty so it's not like we're no longer germans we're just part of the economic unit whatever whatever they decide they decide it's not quite that way uh, so we had a little bit of a picture of mm -hmm. it but uh, the one question i always had was how is the one world government going to function with everybody willingly surrendering mm -hmm. their their sovereignty because because i i understand about people's thoughts about their nation including particularly americans you know like why how how could that happen i don't understand how that right. could happen i could see with the example of hitler it could be done mm -hmm. by it could be done by force by force but how by choice but the scriptures yeah. don't talk about that they talk about willingly um mm -hmm. how does that happen how does that happen you know and then COVID hit um, and literally within four weeks, the world was functioning as one world government directed by the health organizations and everybody mm -hmm. surrendered to all the rules. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, and it wasn't uh, sovereignty. It was, hey, this this organization is saying this and all the countries of the world, including Russia and China, surrendered to it. Um, so I was mm -hmm. like, huh, huh. Uh, that was amazing. And that was lightning fast. Right. Uh, that they, Super fast. That they but it was a worldwide crisis that affected everybody equally. Yeah. Willingly did it. Um, and it was out of 
out of fear that they did that or out of you would be better off if you do it this way than that way. Uh, well, when we wind up with now an organization like the WEF, the World Economic Forum, that has publicly come out of the shadow, uh, they've been working one world government, but they recently in the last four or five years have said, hey, we are now working toward one world government. Mm -hmm. And by the way, it's going to be better than your lousy governments mm -hmm. that can't do anything anyway. And I believe what will happen is there'll be a severe economic crisis. And out of mm -hmm. that crisis will come solutions of the one world government. And everybody will say that's way better than what we're what we could do, because our, our, our nations can't do it by themselves and they're lousy at it anyway. Mm -hmm. Uh, so yeah, willingly surrender to this one world government because it'll it'll benefit us you know directly and you know and, and we're willing to do it. So as we're studying this, um, it's it's what's happening. Um, and I, I am teaching uh, other believers, I am teaching my family. Um, these are things that we are supposed to pay attention to. We're supposed to watch the signs. Mm -hmm. um, there's two levels of it. One, does this have any bearing on the possibility that we could be living in that time? Uh, right. Some generation ultimately will. <laughs> right, uh, right. And it could be us and it could be my kids. Um, and particularly with uh, Israel coming back as a nation, you know, the thought is really since Jesus spoke it's that not that far down the road, then. maybe, maybe <laughs> it's sooner than we think, uh, particularly with what's happening. Mm -hmm. We, and we talked all, a lot about, uh, AI, uh, by the way, um, uh, just a side note of our discussion on AI. Um, I've had people, uh, email me, uh, mm -hmm. and, and say, you know, I know I, I've been listening to your stuff on AI. Um, but, um, as I study scripture and come across questions, I've used AI to get an answer. And they say, right. here's my question. And then here's the answer. Uh, what do you think mm -hmm. about this? You know, because it was really easy and it looks to me mm -hmm. like a great, like a great answer. Uh, right. And so I said, I emailed back. I said, yep. Um, Number one, it is easy. At the moment, it looks like it's pretty good information. Um, mm -hmm. And um, you would say, wow, look how easy this was. I said, here's the danger. You're going to keep doing that. And you're going to look to an artificial intelligence as your answer, not God him directly. Um, and I said, mm -hmm. you're missing out on the relationship piece to be able to discover what God would like to show you about your abiding and about your uh, uh, cross-referencing and things that are going to be uh, wonderful for you to experience because you get directed by the Holy Spirit to interpret and show and understand it. And you go further than just getting an answer. Uh, you're going to get mm -hmm. is wisdom and insight and truth and steps. And um, I said, uh, the danger in it is that you then get used to that mm -hmm. and you just bypass. You don't need God anymore. You got that. 
Right. I said, that'll be anti-God. Um, mm -hmm. And then two is that um, it won't be difficult when you start to pay attention to it and rely on it for remember behind it, they could flip things on you mm -hmm. and start to feed you false that you now have accepted as true because you've, you've, you've seen the source as in your mind being true. And now it'll lead to deception right. uh, because you forgot to let the Holy Spirit guide you and interpret just like we're trying to talk about with wisdom uh, is, is this of you? And what do you want to show me about this? And how do I understand truth? Yeah. Which you're the arbiter. God, God is the arbiter of truth because he's the giver of truth, not some artificial software program. Yeah. And as, as you're talking about that, I'm reminded just thinking about um, where we go first for anything, for wisdom, for, for knowledge, for insight on things and how easy it is. If anybody is questioning, oh, well, I wouldn't ever let that, you know, let that replace something. Take a look. Like I just caught myself this week. Um, I had shared with you, a deal. there were some sicknesses going through our house. And so real quick, before I even stopped to pray over how anybody was feeling, first thing I do, I do a little internet search for symptoms and what's going on. And I felt like God prompted me right there and said, do you see that without even thinking about it? Your first response <laughs> was to go there for knowledge. Your second response was to pray and ask me what you want to yeah. do. <laughs> and, and that's just a simple daily, like, you know, when you talk about getting used to it, that is, you know, we have so much knowledge at our fingertips already, you know, forget AI <laughs> already, just our normal day to day. You want to know, you know, we're watching something on TV and you want to know who that actor is. You can look right away and just find, you know, everything's right there at your fingertips. And as we desensitize and train ourselves to quickly get an answer rather, and you know, the movie thing is a little silly, but, but, you know, even when you talk about sicknesses or something like that, God just prompted me. It's like, did you see how quickly you were to go to a source for fact and wisdom before you even just took it to me? And I may have said, go to this, but your first response was to look it up and then come to me. Yeah. Check your spirit. You know, and yeah. I'm like that, that's a very easy, slippery slope that we just don't even think about because it's a resource at our fingertips right. and it's easy for us to slide into that. And I right. think where our heart goes first is a good checkpoint when we're talking about this stuff. Yeah. And as the, um, as you are receiving information, cause he said, you know, you, you do need to, uh, seek and, and we do seek right. it. We seek information. That's good. But it's always in light of as I now receive this or look at this info, um, you know, is this of you? Is this true? What else do you want to show me about that? Mm -hmm. And we never skip that element of it, of yeah. the relation, the privilege of the relationship we have that right. we are followers of Christ, have Christ within us. And he will speak to us and interpret things for us. Right. And help us discern through the information. Discern well, and, right? and, ha and have wisdom and insight. Um, and so as we, as we look at these things, you know, just like artificial intelligence, for example, uh, economy, other things that are happening in the world, um, we look at it again on these two levels of one, um, since we're in this potential place where the end could be coming, um, how do you want us to understand this relative to the end? Mm -hmm. um, 
So uh, we get insight and wisdom. And then we, we process that and we teach that to our kids and other believers mm-hmm. to keep thinking uh, that the world uh, changes are someday going to lead to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and we want you to be aware of it, spend your time on it, and then teach that to your next generation. Right. Because at some point in time, it's, it's actually going to happen. And, and we need to be ready for it. Because when it does happen, we really need to be ready to uh, follow God through it mm-hmm. uh, into the tribulation. And again, and we'll, we'll, we'll get into this later again, um, be careful that we don't dismiss it. Because mm-hmm. ah, the rapture is going to happen before all that happens, and and again, biblically, is that you know you can make a case for that, but there's also a case for not being that, right. um, and because of that, we can't be certain, right? That is for and sure. And certainly, when it says to to watch the signs and to be praying and that sort of thing, there is a reason that he's told us that, so we don't dismiss that just because we don't want to. Yeah. Also. <laughs> yeah. And then, and the second level which is what we've been trying to spend some time on is um, possibly it has impact mm-hmm. for the end, but it's happening. Um, how do you want us to understand this just for now um, mm-hmm. as we relate to this and what wisdom and insight do you want to give us? Because it is going to affect the way we live and the world, the way the world lives. And it's a new something that we need to pay attention to, which, which we've been using and discussing uh, artificial intelligence, uh, okay. is we can see, yeah, I can see the potential here of how it's going to impact the end, but it's here right now. And right. How, how should we understand that and relate to it because of wisdom and insight that God wants to give us. So um, if you would, Kathy, uh, read, we're, we're gonna keep reading this over uh, over these next weeks and deal with a variety of subjects, but uh, as we're talking about AI particularly, um, read verses, uh, chapter eight, Proverbs, talks about wisdom, uh, six through uh, 21. Sure. Listen, for I will speak of excellent things, and from the opening of my lips will come right things. From my mouth will speak truth. Wickedness is an abomination to my lips. All the words of my mouth are with righteousness. Nothing crooked or perverse is in them. They are all plain to him who understands and right to those who find knowledge. Receive my instruction and not silver and knowledge rather than choice gold. For wisdom is better than rubies and all things one may desire cannot be compared with her. I, wisdom, dwell with prudence and find out knowledge and discretion. The fear of the Lord is to hate evil, pride and arrogance in the evil way, and the perverse mouth I hate. Counsel is mine and sound wisdom. I am understanding. I have strength. By me, kings reign and rulers decree justice. By me, princes rule and nobles, all the judges of the earth. I love those who love me and those who seek me diligently will find me. Riches and honor are with me, enduring riches and righteousness. My fruit is better than gold, yes, than fine gold, and my revenue than choice silver. I traverse the way of righteousness in the midst of the paths of justice, that I may cause those who love me to inherit wealth, that I may fill their treasuries. Yeah. So um, he says uh, the primary and highest is to receive wisdom from God. Mm-hmm. Um, and he says, I'm going to show you truth. 
and I'll, I'll help you understand truth. And by definition, if I'm knowing truth, then I know false. Mm-hmm. Um, and he says, I'll show you the difference between righteousness, uh, what is of me and, and the, the uh, life that I have for you, and evil or wickedness. And, and that the words there are things that are not of me and are only going to cause you difficulty and frustration and irritation mm-hmm. and things that are not going to lead you to the beautiful life that I have for you. Um, and I got to, I got to show you. So as we look at, um, and this is important because we have a tendency in the world, the Christian world has a tendency to make a judgment and then either, okay, that that's good or it's all bad. It's all good or it's all bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know what? So right. Um, the world doesn't function that way. Um, you could take anything, you know, th- take a look at something s- as simple as uh, television. Mm-hmm. Is television all good or all bad? No. No, <laughs> no. See, it's not uh, like, for example, you know, the, the, the series called The Chosen is on television. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a good thing to watch. It's really terrific. It's good good for us to watch. Well, there can be uh, sitcoms that you watch, you know, like, for example, um, uh, all the comedies, and particularly what's happened to them over the last two or three or four years, but they, they value, um, you know, uh, gay marriages, uh, transgender mm-hmm. things, and they slip it in as a right. as an accepted value that um, if you're if you're a believer, your reaction is wait a minute, that is not righteous. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't I shouldn't be absorbing that and agreeing wind up agreeing with that mm-hmm. um, be, uh, because if I if I spend my time watching that and and living that out. My, my own sense of, of righteousness changes because I start mm-hmm. to accept that. Well, isn't that lovely? People right. lo- love each other. Isn't that a good idea? And God says, no, I need to show you the truth about that if you have wisdom. So that as you look at all the things of, of life and the, and the things particularly external to us, um, we got to, first of all, recognize, generally speaking, they're not all one way or the other. They're not all good or they're not all bad. Mm-hmm. Um, so how do we interpret that? So AI, for right. example, um, is it all good or all bad? No. Um, you know, just like uh, the ability to ultimately, if God says, you know, you're looking at a health issue, um, you actually may, he may direct you and say, at the moment, you know, you could ask this question and you can get some really good information. Right. Um, right. It's not a bad thing. It's a, it's a good thing. But I don't want you to rely on that and skip mm-hmm. having me interpret, you know, information. So look at it. So the way that I, I'm trying to help people set up AI is look at it as any other potential source of information. Uh, mm-hmm. so that you're trying to say, okay, I'm going to get Needing some discernment. I'm going to get, I'm going to use it as information, but I'm not going to mm-hmm. accept it as my answer by itself. I'm going to take that and go to the father and say, okay, what do you want me to understand about this? Uh, just, just like if you were, 
uh, you know, gonna, uh, uh, I, have, I have people, you know, right now that are looking at, um, you know, buying houses and we'll talk about mm -hmm. this uh, next time, but um, well, uh, what's the interest rate? Right. And what are the terms of the mortgages? Well, you gotta go find out. Um, and then when you find that out, okay, it's a piece of information you had to go look for it and you could right. you could have looked on it online or you could have called the bank and but you had to find out all the terms and then bring that to god and say given this and the cost of this is this something that you want me to fulfill and uh, what else do you want me to know about this i use it mm -hmm. as as a piece of information right. um, i don't look at it as well that's my answer and the danger with ai is that you skip the process of seeing it mm -hmm. only as information and then ultimately by the way is it is it even accurate true that god will give us the discernment to say yeah you know what they flipped it on you um and, mm -hmm. I, and again I, I think i gave this example where the pastor asked about uh transitioning uh uh kid right. and you know the one one is here's how you do it and then he said well i don't want to help my my kid transition how do i prevent her and it came back and said you shouldn't prevent her well, they put mm -hmm. a value on that and it there was, was an agenda. Yeah, it was false. But if I'm used to that answer, then I'm using that as the answer. So that as we look right. at as we look at things with wisdom, it, it's always to let it come from God. He's going to help us discern righteousness and not righteousness. It's not all good. It's not all bad. We just have to look at it as a piece of information. And it's okay to look at it as mm -hmm. a piece of information as long as we don't rely on it as our answer. Um, and, right. we're, and we're willing to uh, pursue it, particularly if if uh, we can get that same information, you know, from a different source. Like when you're cross-referencing and doing an interlinear Bible study of Greek and Hebrew words, it would be better to do it that way than to just ask uh, an AI, what's the answer? Mm -hmm. Because uh, you'll skip all that and you'll right, you'll, you'll right. miss it all. So miss the journey. Yeah. So mm -hmm. we'll we'll keep talking about this and the wisdom of it, and we're going to get into things of economy and what's going on in the world economically. And there's lots of big stuff happening. Lots of interesting that, things yeah. that that we need to pay attention to as it impacts us and choices we make. Um, and we'll give some great examples, by the way, of of uh, even people that are looking at things like investments and things and what, what the truth is about that. So we'll, we'll uh, be able to play with that. So I encourage all of you, um, don't let anything replace seeking and being with God. And everything that's happening, kind of look at it in two levels. Is this have any impact on, are we headed to the end? And is it is it leading us to understand that? And maybe, yeah, maybe no. In the meantime, it's here. How mm -hmm. sh how should I process this just for me and the times I'm in, um, and mm -hmm. that and that's what we're going to try to help everybody with. So hope hope uh, you keep doing. Father, we thank you for the truth of that and the wisdom, and that you are the source of wisdom. We pray that we'll always stay focused on you and receiving the wisdom, and not replacing you in any way. We're trying to uh, determine our own path, and we thank you in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much for sharing and thank you for joining us, everyone. If you have questions, send them in to questions at afjministry.com and we'd love to talk about them. Yep. Have a great afternoon. Yep. We'll see, see you next soon. Time. Yep. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. 
brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.